podcast people uh i'm really tight on time today and so i'm going to dive right into the podcast episode uh the reality is that as my departure date for my trip is uh approaching it's literally in a week and a half now i leave not this friday but the friday after as that date is approaching there's a lot of things that i still have to get done and i find my calendar quite busy with different things and so uh you know I'm just gonna dive right in and this is gonna be a little bit of a shorter episode. I wanna talk about a few major things. First and foremost, when you're learning another language, I need you to realize that most things don't matter. Most mistakes don't matter. Most of the errors you make don't matter. It doesn't matter if you mispronounce something. It doesn't matter if you forget a word. It doesn't matter if you forget 10 words. It doesn't matter if you mess up a grammar thing. It doesn't matter if you're perfect. It, it just doesn't matter. And I think a lot of us get caught in overthinking things. I see it all the time, especially with my students. You know, I see them make a mistake and we'll talk about it and they start to dwell on their mistake. And that's not good. It is not a good thing to do. You have to realize that as per any skill, when you're learning a language, you are going to make mistakes. You're going to mess things up. You're going to forget things. And you're going to say, especially in the beginning, you're going to say way more things incorrectly than you're going to say correctly. That's just the reality. You're going to struggle to understand things more often than you're actually going to understand things. That's just the reality of language learning. It's just, it's just real. And language learning is unique in that sense when it comes to many skills. When you look at a skill like tennis or like let's say many sports, often sports have divisions. And so as a result, you are playing against teams or against other people who are reasonably speaking at your level. So you don't realize, you know, you don't realize sometimes where your skill gaps are. You're just trying to beat the team that is maybe a little bit better than you or maybe a little bit worse. But language learning, here's the thing. When we are beginners, we don't only interact with beginners. In fact, a lot of us try to interact with native speakers and native speakers are like the professional sports people, the professional athletes, the professional tennis player, the Roger Federer's, the, the Cristiano Ronaldo's, the, the super like the, the David Beckham's. These are like the best, best sports people. And these are the people we're trying to communicate with. Imagine if you were playing a sport and you only ever played with professional teams of that sport. You would feel it would be hard. Imagine if that's how you had to learn. So language learning, you have to realize is a little bit more can feel a little bit more challenging than other skills because there are always constant reminders of what the professionals, a.k.a. the native speakers, what they speak like and how far you are from them. But you have to realize that you can't get caught up in that the same way that if you are part of some recreational hockey team, and you play recreational hockey, the same way if you're doing that, you don't think about all the time, oh my God, I suck in comparison to, in comparison to the professional hockey players or the professional basketball players. No, 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 that's not something, it's an illogical way of thinking. What they're trying to do is beat the team who is in front of them, beat the teams in their division, win against people at their own level. So you have to realize that the native speakers is not someone you should be comparing yourself to because it makes absolutely no sense. There's no logic to it. So I want to kick this podcast off on that note to be like, hey, it's okay. 
even though you're going to be surrounded with a lot of native speakers, whether it's your teacher, <clears throat> whether it's uh, you're listening to music, whether it's podcasts, whether it's other people who are really fluent, like you have to realize those are not the people that you should be comparing yourself to. Now, on a similar note of very little things matter when it comes to language learning, um, this is a, a message to the teachers. You know, and I've been seeing this more and more, both with other teachers and also with people who happen to be in an environment where they're showing someone how to say something in a language. I need you to realize that most of the mistakes that your students are making are okay. You should not be correcting most, you should, sorry, I'll rephrase. You should not be correcting every mistake that your students make. You have to pick and choose your battles because if you try and correct everything, they're not gonna learn anything. Let me say that again. If you try to correct every mistake, the students are not going to learn anything. They're not gonna take anything away and they're, and they're, and they're not gonna fix any of the mistakes whatsoever because you've overloaded them with information. I had a really memorable moment yesterday. I was teaching a group lesson in Spanish and I had, uh, there's a lady who's going to be doing, taking some of my students while I am away. So she was at this lesson to get to know these students. The One of the students was, was sharing her homework, which was on reflexive verbs in Spanish. And she was sharing her morning routine. It was filled with plenty of mistakes. There were lots of them. She was talking. I was understanding what she's saying, but they were not right. I, she would say that my student would say a sentence. I'd be like, okay, cool. Keep going, keep going. And I was pushing her forward, even though she's making lots of mistakes, because I knew if I correct the mistakes in that moment, she's not going to remember them. And the, the lady who's going to be taking my students was looking at me and she's like, looking like Azrin, you're, you're telling her to keep going. Like there's things that are super wrong. And I was like, I just gave her a look like, yeah, I know. Just, just let her keep going. Let her keep going. So she kept going. And then we were, we, we, I corrected the mistakes, but in an organized fashion. And we focused on the major ones and we did it. I, I taught it not, I didn't correct the mistakes when they happened. I looked at all the mistakes she made and I, and I, and I, I basically categorized and I made themes of what themes of mistakes is she making with. So for example, she consistently did not con, I think it was right. Yes. She cons consistently would not conjugate the, um, the reflexive verb. I was like, okay, that's something we'll have to, we'll have to laser in on. Then we'll go back to the text to figure it out. So when it comes to this, as for teachers, do not correct every mistake. You have to sit back and listen and you have to prioritize to say, okay, what are we correcting? What doesn't make sense to correct right now? What should we correct later? What concepts are the first ones we should tackle? And you have to realize that sometimes less is more when it comes to being a teacher. That's a big thing that I want to talk about. Last but not least, I got a, this is the final thing that I really have to go here. I've got some meetings downtown today. Um, so uh, it's a little bit of a pet peeve that I just want to share. I've been thinking about it around native speakers of a language, any language. Often native speakers, uh, th th there's a big flaw that I see with native speakers teaching a language. And that to me as well, teaching English. It's a flaw that even I would have. It's just an inherent flaw that native speakers have because of just how it is. Um, most of the time when native speakers teach, they're stuck within their own dialect of the language. They believe that the way that they speak English or French or, or Spanish or Japanese Mandarin, they believe that the way they speak it, the way their friends speak it, what they've heard growing up is the right way. And other things are maybe weird. So someone uh, recently told me, um, I was recently talking to someone who was talking about, uh, actually I've heard this many times, many times in Spanish specifically. Someone will say, oh yeah, yeah, we don't say that word. That's kind of weird. And they will say that to someone who's learning. 
oh, we don't say, uh, we don't say blah, blah, blah word, because uh, that's just weird. It is a word, but no, 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 we don't say that. And in my head, I'm going, you're wrong. You don't say that. Your country doesn't say that. Where you're from doesn't say that. But people do say that. People do in other countries, in other places. And so it's important, at least for me, I've been just thinking about this, when you're teaching a language, or even when you're learning a language, both, both perspectives, when someone tells you, no, 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 we don't say that, or oh, that's kind of weird, I think it's important to, as the learner, question, is it weird for that person? Or is it weird for everyone? Are there regions where that's normal? Are there people that think that's normal? Or is it just one person? Is it one person who just thinks that's weird? You have to think about that. As a teacher, before you ever tell someone that's wrong, that's right, that's weird, that's odd, think about it. Is it weird for you? Or is it actually wrong? You have to ponder that question in order to teach effectively. And learners, you have to ponder that in order to make sure you are getting correct information from the person who is from the sources or the source you are using to learn the language. A really important thing that's been on my mind heavy recently. Anyway, guys, like I said, I gotta go. I'm gonna start my car here. Um, I gotta really go here. I gotta head out downtown. I've got a bunch of meetings and stuff. And uh, if I don't go right now, I might run. I might be a little bit late. So anyway, guys, thanks again. I appreciate your attention. We will talk later. Bye for now. See you.